Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you find this episode useful. If you're new to this podcast, each week I share fluff-free, actionable ideas tailored to education businesses that you can mould to suit your needs. And finally, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or follow and subscribe on whichever platform you choose. Thank you once again for tuning in. This week, I created a YouTube video that zooms into something that could be missing in your process that's stopping you from converting people who are considering working with you to actual customers. The link to it is in the show notes. And in today's episode, I'm going to dive in a little further. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the importance of connecting the dots in your business so that you create a world that people want to both enter and stay in. But when you're creating that world, typically through things like content, lead magnets and different offers, it's important to consider what experience you're giving people. In fact, the big question to ask yourself is, what needs to happen before a sale happens? I'll expand. Would you buy something online if you didn't have the option to return it and get a full refund? Would you buy a car if you couldn't take it for a test drive? The answer to both of those questions are probably not. If an online shop didn't offer returns, they aren't creating a safe feeling for you to part with your money. If you couldn't take a car for a test drive, they aren't allowing you to experience whether it's right for you before you part with a large sum of money. So when we think about our businesses, we need to ask ourselves whether we're providing that safety, whether we're giving people a taster of what they'll experience when they invest in something we offer. Now, I'm not saying you necessarily need to offer free trials or free sessions or even a money back guarantee, but to stop people from hesitating, finding a way to give them confidence is really important. Often, we have a great offer and we market ourselves and the offer. But when we do this, we give people information rather than a transformation. We give people information rather than an experience. So how can we change this? The first thing to analyse is the content that you've published. I'm talking about your website, maybe a blog, social media, video content, basically every piece of content that your audience can consume. Start by choosing just one of those platforms or mediums or even just one piece of content and ask these questions. Number one, have I told people what they need to know over what I want them to know? And the second one is, am I giving people a try before you buy experience? I'll expand on both of those a little. When I'm thinking about telling people what they need to know over what I want them to know, here's an example. You might have a piece of content where you've included how you're a qualified teacher, let's say. Now, that doesn't tell people what they need to know. If I'm a tutor, I need potential clients to know that they can trust me, that I'm an expert in what I do. And here's what's really important. I need them to be able to decide whether I'd be compatible with them or their child. And the latter is so important because we're operating in quite a crowded market. I am one English tutor amongst hundreds, if not thousands. So I need to give people a way to decide whether to choose me or someone else. And just by telling them that I'm a qualified teacher 
doesn't achieve that because there are loads of qualified teachers who tutor. So I could transform that statement into something like, when I was a teacher, it was hard to tailor my lessons to individual student needs. That's why as a tutor, I always start by understanding my students, not just in terms of their academic struggles, but their personal ones as well, like low confidence. That allows me to tailor each lesson to each student. Now that's only three sentences. But in those three sentences, I'm telling people that I'm not just qualified, but experienced, which gives them confidence in me being an expert. It tells them how I go about tailoring lessons while making them realise that even if their child goes to school and has really great teachers, I can offer something that teachers can't, which puts my value on the table. And I'm telling them that I take the time to really connect with my students and focus on more than just academic performance. So now they have a really clear way of deciding whether to take that next step with me. So look at your content and see whether you can make your value proposition stronger. This is where you're making sure that the benefits of what you offer take centre stage. The second question I mentioned was, Am I giving people a try-before-you-buy experience? Now, some people choose to do this with a free trial or a free session. I personally don't because I want to set the expectation nice and early that people have to pay for what I offer. However, I do offer lots of ways that they can experience what it's like working with me and whether I can unlock then what they need. For instance, for the support I give education business owners, I have this podcast. I post regularly on social media and I have a YouTube channel. That means that people can hear my voice and experience how I coach and train people. They can see what I look like and what a live session or a recorded course might be like. And my social media content allows them to decide whether we're aligned. And I do similar things in my tuition business, although I don't have quite so many routes that people can take. And what all of this means is that I can limit my free calls to 15 to 20 minutes because people aren't actually meeting me, so to speak, for the very first time, even though it might be the first time they're actually meeting me. So instead of putting content out for the sake of it, make sure it has a clear purpose that will help your customers make a buying decision. Let's say you're a brand new tuition business. Do you need email marketing set up? Probably not, because this isn't the best way to give people a try before you buy experience. But if you can get some video content out there, that gives people a much more accurate way of experiencing what it's like to work with you. It shows how you teach and what your sessions are like. Once you've established yourself, then you can use things like email marketing to strengthen your marketing strategy and to offer more ways for people to experience a transformation. And that naturally makes working with you more attractive. So when you're looking at your content, Think about how you can give people an experience over just giving them information, because much like taking a car for a test drive, you get to experience what it feels like. And when feelings are involved, people are far more likely to buy with confidence. The second thing to consider is whether you're making people feel safe to part with their money. 
Some ways I've seen people do this is by offering things like money back guarantees. Now, as a consumer, if I saw that before enrolling in something like a course, it would definitely give me confidence. But as a business owner, I never offer this because there are other ways of giving people confidence without opening a potential can of worms. For instance, despite having in my terms and conditions that I don't guarantee results, I don't want to risk parting with a customer in a way where we're squabbling over whether they deserve a refund. I don't want to have to dive into that grey area of whether they haven't achieved results because of what I've delivered or because they haven't put the right work in. So instead, I provide safety in a few different ways. For instance, with the Tutors Mastermind, people pay monthly but can cancel and rejoin at any time. That creates the safety for people who might just want to try it out. They have an alternative subscription if they don't want to commit to everything and they just want to watch some of the recorded sessions. Again, it creates that safety. For my tuition lessons, even when clients pay me for a block of time in advance, I still make clear that if they aren't happy after the first couple of sessions, I'll refund the remaining money. Now, I know it's not nice thinking or talking about the end of a client relationship before you've even started, and you might even feel scared of making too much of a big deal about these options in case people use them. But in my experience, they rarely do, I think, because of everything I just discussed earlier. By the time clients work with me, they've had the opportunity to really test whether we'd be compatible. So instead of it encouraging people to leave you, it gives them the safety to work with you. So we want to give people a way of experiencing what we offer so that their experience leads them to investing, which is more powerful than just giving people information. Remember that with content, with offers, it's not about you, it's about them. It's about your audience. When you're writing the About Me page on your website, even though it says it's about you, it's about what people need to know about you, not what you want them to know. And we want to make people feel safe to part with their money so that they feel confident instead of hesitant. That's really important when someone doesn't know you or is considering working with you. Of course, if they've come through something like a recommendation, that strengthens the confidence. But still, we want to make people feel safe to invest in what we offer. So I'm going to leave you today with a few points to remember as you're making these improvements to your content and how you package what you offer. And these are based on what clients have told me they're worried about when we've explored some of the options that I've outlined today. The first one is People are often worried about offering too much for free, and usually it's because of one of two reasons, either because it might de-incentivize clients from actually paying, or because they're worried about competitors copying their ideas. So I'll share my view on these. I don't really worry about clients who just want my free stuff but don't want to pay, and this is for two reasons. It could be that my freebies are enough for them. They don't need more, in which case that's fine because they were never going to be my customer anyway. They don't need what I offer. Or it could be that they tend to grab freebies in general wherever they can and they don't see the value in investing in their business, which again is fine because they too were never going to be my customer. So my freebies aren't creating this situation. These types of customers exist regardless of whether you create free content or not. 
However, there are lots of people who do need what you offer and are willing to invest. And your free content gives them a way that they need to decide whether to invest in what you offer or someone else's offer. And these are the people who are worth you investing your time and effort for. And on the note about worrying about competitors copying you, it's always a possibility when you're putting things out there. But I heard a quote a while back, and I can't remember who said it, but it went like this. People can copy your design or your methods, but they can't copy your thinking. So put your stuff out there with confidence. When people copy you, it's not a nice feeling, but just keep doing what you do. The one thing I will say about offering things for free, though, is to always be mindful of your paying clients. My podcast episodes are often used as an accompaniment to the group coaching sessions we have in the Tutors Mastermind. Now, if I just replicated everything I talked about in my free podcast episode in the session, then I'd be shortchanging my paying clients. So I always intentionally plan what I'm going to give away for free and what's reserved for my clients. So do make sure that you're mindful. I hope you're walking away from this episode with lots of ideas and ways you can improve the experience potential clients are getting, as well as giving them the confidence to invest in what you offer. If you found this useful, I'd be grateful if you could take a moment to leave a quick review. And don't forget, the YouTube video is in the link in the show notes. You'll hear from me next week. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas you can tailor to your education business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes or visit www.upgradeyoureducationbusiness.com.